0: Log Talk Radio. Am I going to make it big? Am I over cheap? I
1: love this Can I get that right? Can you call me? My children going to be a okay? painting in my future. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. The views expressed on The Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any disease or condition. Please see your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. And as always, thank you for listening.
2: Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., C.N.H., is the best-selling author of the ebook The Secret to Everything: Manifesting the Life You Desire Now, available on Amazon. She has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years. She is a gifted intuitive, medium, empath, paranormal investigator, and remote viewer. She travels and gives classes and lectures across the country, as well as taking limited private clients. Trained in many modalities of healing. Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB or Transformational Energy Balancing in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge.
1: Good evening, everyone. Happy 12 12 I'm not sure how often that comes around, but I know it doesn't come around very often. And the energy is absolutely amazing. I felt a little bit of that energy last night. Um... Actually, my whole body was shaking, and I was tingling all over. So depending how you look at it, if you're plugged into the collective consciousness, that can cause a lot of anxiety and fear. If you kind of float above all that and you're unplugged, I find it very supportive. What do you think, Shannon? We have the lovely Ms. Shannon Smith with us tonight as our co-host. Kara uh, is absent. She's not feeling too well. She'll be back hopefully next week. And Walt is at one of his daughter's functions, so you guys are stuck with or have the benefit of just Shannon and I. So what's your opinion on the energy these days, Shannon?
3: I totally think the energy has been amped up today. Um, And even, like you said, through the night, I slept better last night than I have in a long time. Today, everything has just seemed like it's gone really smooth. I felt... Um, energized, maybe a little bit hyper even today, which, you know, I'm usually pretty even keel, but um, I think the energy's been great today. I've been very excited waiting on today, and um, I know a lot of people are excited about uh, your and Jared's program being on this day tonight, too, so I think everybody should be feeling it.
1: Aw, yeah, that's true. So um, we have an amazing guest, which we'll get to in a minute, Heidi Thompson. She's the author of a book called Calm, Focus, Joy, The Power of Breath Awareness. And we'll talk to her in a few minutes. But Shannon, did you want to tell everyone a little bit about the guest coming up next week?
3: Our guest next week is Judy Belmont. She is... So awesome! I've been looking at her website and been, you know, reading through some of her stuff. She's all about emotional wellness for positive living. I know she does uh, wellness workplace um, speaking engagements where she, you know, teaches people how to be more positive in their life. She, if you go to her website, which is www.judybelmont.com, I know she has a lot of little tips and stuff that you can get for free, um, habits of positive people, habits of grateful people, you know, uh, more of the lines of anything law of, law of attraction. So uh, if you guys want to check it out, I think you'll find a lot of information on her website, and we'll be really excited to talk to her about next
1: week. And if everybody out there who knows me, you know, that's one of my favorite subjects is uh, actualization, manifestation, bringing the things you desire into your physical reality by um, changing your frequency. So I guess I'll put a plug in for myself. Um, So if you're interested in that, you can go to Amazon, check out my book, uh, The Secret to Everything, How to Manifest the Life You Desire Now, which can be kind of handy some days. But like we said, we have uh, Ms. Heidi Thompson. She wrote the book, Calm, Focus, Joy, the Power of Breath Awareness. Heidi has been practicing breath awareness for more than 30 years. In 1996, she actually pioneered an attention development program for children called Mind Mastery and was one of the first to teach breath awareness in public schools. And before I bring Heidi on in just a second, um, Michelle Hebert, we actually had on a number of weeks ago, and... She talks a lot about breath awareness and yoga and mindful breathing in her book, and it's something that I'm kind of a mixed mind for. Maybe we'll get into my opinion on it a little later on, but definitely for those um, that are at a certain place, I think breathing is absolutely essential and something that I've never really mastered in this physical existence. So, without further ado, I will bring on Miss. Thompson. Heidi, are you, with Heidi are you with us? I am. Thank you. Oh, well, welcome, well, to, welcome the to the program. We get you being here. Well, well tell, us tell us a little bit about, about how you came how how to you write a book, a book called, called Calm, Calm, Calm joy. joy.
0: Well, it took us several years. As you mentioned, I have been practicing the technique for 30 years, and I only wrote the book recently. It's taken me that long to feel that I needed to express something to others to help them, and I've, I felt mature enough to do that. I think you know we go through all our stages, and at some point we feel confident enough to mm-hmm. teach others. Mm-hmm. And breath awareness is something that I learned in the in the early '80s, even though I was doing meditation before the '80s. And this particular technique was taught to me at a 10-day Vipassana course. Vipassana is becoming quite a widespread technique. You uh, Mindfulness meditators use it, and it's been spreading rapidly ever since the 80s, and I was lucky to go to one of the early courses. And they would teach breath awareness together with Vipassana. Those are two different techniques. And breath awareness is very specifically used to develop your focus and your concentration, so that then you can do Vipassana uh, better. So anyone listening who has done Vipassana, the other word for breath awareness is Anapana, and they'll understand that Anapana, which means breath awareness, is one and the same technique. So it's not anything new, and a lot of people have been practicing it for centuries, actually. That's really
1: interesting. That's really interesting. Because one, interesting. One, one of the things I've things... been... Studied is, studying is you, know, the kund, you know, the kundalini awakening, awakening. And, and I just found I just out that breath awareness breath is, breath is breath huge in that, in that process. process. I just for the first time, first time learned about I how breath changes sides of the body. body, and I don't know if you're I even talking about that, about that, about that, that but, but I thought it was really interesting between morning and evening and things like that, and I've never really gotten But I thought it was really rather fascinating. Kim? Kim? Yes. Your your, your phone, phone is, um, is um, echoing. Um, echoing. Actually, Actually, so is yours was now.
0: Was now. <laughs> so is yours. <laughs> We're all echoing.
1: <laughs> I don't think Heidi's is. Um, I'm going to hang up, and if you want to take over for a minute, I'm going to call back into the program on my phone. But I have a feeling there is spiritual corruption, which usually happens in my program. program. So I'm going to hang up. Hang up my my phone. Phone. But Shannon, can you take over? Yeah, Shannon. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very nice to talk to you. I guess breath awareness is different than uh, the yoga breath techniques that a lot of people use, and I'll explain that later in the program, how it differs, and uh, I think it's important to explain because when you speak of breath, a lot of people have done breath exercises, but maybe not the particular technique that I am I teach a, my, in my book. So it would be good to explain that later.
3: Right, and, and I also right. think, I also like, think, well, I know we had... I'm echoing now. now. Um, Um, I'll wait until Tim gets back on, but I I know we had talked to uh, a doctor uh, doctor several weeks weeks ago, ago, and and he 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 was talking, and in his practice, practice even, you know, know, having people come come in that were having problems with other things, he would teach them a different way to breathe, and within five minutes, they were totally different. They were calmer and relaxed. I think, you know, when people aren't breathing right, your body's not getting oxygen, it's not utilizing anything. So So I definitely definitely think um, breath awareness is definitely an interesting topic and something that everybody should, you you know, touch on and learn about. about.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I could go into explaining breath awareness and how it differs, or should we wait for Dr. Go ahead. Okay. Well, breath awareness, as I teach it in the book, is actually a concentration developing technique. So it's not A breath exercise, it's not changing your breath or slowing it down or doing belly breathing. So you don't manipulate your breath in this technique. In fact, the key is to leave your breath completely natural, however it is. And sometimes when you sit down to practice, your breath will be shallow. Sometimes it will be rapid. Sometimes it will be so subtle you can't hear it. The key in this exercise is to observe your breath however it is in the moment. And this is the key difference between doing uh, a breath exercise where you change your breath or develop your awareness. So in this technique, you're developing awareness, your ability to observe yourself without changing yourself. And it's not as easy as it sounds because often when we start noticing our breath or noticing our body, we actually start changing it. And that's not what we want to do in this exercise. We just want to develop neutral, calm, non-objective observation of how we are in the moment. And this exercise actually comes in really handy when you develop that skill of just looking at yourself objectively.
3: So is it kind of a meditation that you're doing?
0: Breath awareness is used for meditation. It's a very powerful technique to calm the mind, still the mind, and experience that other level of yourself, which is is more energy, it's more formless. So for centuries they have been using breath awareness as a meditation, but because it's such a scientific uh, exercise, I sometimes prefer not to call it meditation because meditation is such a... a sort of word that encompasses many, many different techniques and people can get confused so I like to keep that You know, I don't call it a meditation even though many people use it just for meditating so I don't know if that makes sense but I think it's better just to call, call it what it is
1: Right, it Shannon, I'm back Shannon, if okay. you want to I uh, hang up <laughs> I'm going so to disconnect you, Shannon you can call back in that is so funny. We always have these little problems on our show. It's so interesting. Okay. So um, my, I was curious about you said that um, in some of the things I read, that breath and awareness helps you reduce stress. How does that? Yes. I still hear me echoing, but not as badly. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Okay. No. One of the most important things that you can use breath awareness for, and it's probably something everyone on this planet can use. It reduces stress. And how it reduces stress is quite simple. When you're sitting, doing breath awareness, which is actually just sitting still and focusing your attention on the touch of your breath. This is very important to feel the breath as it passes over the nostrils, sort of right before the nostrils. So as you're focusing on something like feeling your mind is not busy in your thoughts. So this is the first important part of reducing stress. Much of our stress happens when our attention is fixated on our thoughts, our worries, our concerns, our doubt, our insecurities. If you're not focusing on thoughts, and you're focusing just on the touch, the feeling of breath, you can't think. So immediately, your stress response your natural stress response that is ready to fight or or run away from a problem it's not thinking about the problem so it it's by staying with the feeling of the breath you actually reverse your stress response i don't know if that makes sense normally makes we sense. have stress yeah when we, when we're thinking oh we're in danger whether it's a thought or when we're mm-hmm. actually in danger if your mind has nothing to think about it thinks that there's no danger. (laughs) You're you're short-circuiting your stress reaction, And as soon as you do that, your heart calms down, your uh, adrenaline sort of goes back to your normal levels of biochemicals in your body. And so you're actually reversing the symptoms of stress, and you start feeling calm. And as soon as you feel calm, your mind picks up on that. And even if you start thinking, you think, oh, I don't feel that there's a problem oh i'm calm and and it just perpetuates the feeling of calm and stress goes away so you're tricking your mind in some ways by not dwelling in your thoughts
1: that's one of the things i teach when um you know i'm we're talking about raising your frequency and consciousness and and all those good things is you can I, and when i teach about manifestation in your physical reality it is impossible to create from a mind that is not quiet. Really, that is where that power comes from, is when you can quiet your mind and create out of the space. But you can't really create out of the clutter.
0: That's right, Yeah, and it's out of that space, that void, that nothingness, so much inspiration and peace and joy comes. But a lot of people, they, they think, oh, well, how do I stop thinking? And it's almost impossible. So... Breath awareness at least gives you something you can focus on, and you just focus on it every single second, and then you start getting this peace, this emptiness in your mind, which is quite remarkable. I know there's other meditations that that can, you know, they just tell you to focus on the nothingness, but I've never been able to do that. I need something (laughs) to focus on, and this really works.
1: And you've come up with your own method or system, kind of, of doing this. Is that
0: correct? No, this this is not my system at all. In fact, it it is uh, written that it started about 5,000 years ago, and then Buddha wow. Wow. used this technique. And the story goes, he was five years old when he was sitting under a tree during a festival, and he was left alone, and he started getting worried. And he turned his attention to start feeling his breath, and that's when he first realized that's a powerful technique. And then when he was older, he he made a resolution to himself. He sat under the tree that he became enlightened, and he said, I am not going to move. I'm going to stay with my breath, and then also stay with all the sensations in my body, and I am not going to move until I experience enlightenment. That was his resolution. And this is exactly the same technique that he was teaching and it's been handed down through teachers over the centuries, but it, it just hasn't been made very popular. But it is out there, and people are still there. There's hardly any books written about it, but people are learning it at these courses, these professional courses, and it's it's spreading all over the world. There's thousands of people who have learned it, but there's there isn't a book or too many books that teach this particular technique. And I took you know I took a chance by writing what I know in the book, because I really think it would help parents helping their children or school teachers wanting to introduce it into the schools because it's so powerful and helpful, I just couldn't help, I couldn't resist not writing the book. So hopefully nobody worries that I have, but I did what I thought was the best. But it's not my technique at all.
1: Okay, and if anyone listening live would like to call in and ask any questions, the number six four six five six four nine seven one two. 646-564-9712. Shannon, can you say something because I'm still echoing. I know, I still, I know, hear, you I still hear you echoing. I'm echoing too. <laughs> the only person not echoing is, is Heidi. Yeah. Heidi. Yeah. Maybe Heidi, maybe Heidi should host this show. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> Heidi, you said um, this was good for, um, like, uh, ADD or attention deficit disorder in adults and children. And uh, is that the same principle as quieting the mind, um, you, you know, closes out those distractions and helps you focus, you know, kind of like what you were just talking about?
0: That That's definitely a very helpful part of the technique to help people who have attention problems because often they're inundated with stimulus and- and there are children in noisy rooms and there's too much light on. So just doing breath awareness gives them a focus. And sometimes that's all they need is a simple focus. And once they experience their mind calming down and experiencing actually being able to focus better, they really enjoy it and they they actually are helped quite a bit. And they're, they're doing studies now to that show how the brain changes when you do focus on one thing for a long period of time. You actually change different functions in the brain that help you focus for, over long term. So children who have maybe been short-changed a bit on the brain development that allows them to focus, they can actually develop that part of the brain through daily practice. It, it, there's a lot of studies being done right now showing that this helps. And, and when we did it in the school, those that were at attention deficit, some of them were still on Ritalin and their medication. I never asked them to go off it. But they did very well. They really enjoyed the technique. And there was one instance where a three, four student who was a severe attention deficit child, he could sit longer than the rest of the whole class by the end of the ten sessions. He, in the beginning, could only sit for a minute, And then by the time we finished, he sat for 45, 46 minutes focusing on on his breath. It it was a, a miracle. It really was. And he was so proud of himself. And I'm sure that feeling of accomplishment will also help him later in life.
1: Oh, I'm absolutely sure of it. So do you personally do other practices? Do you combine this with yoga or any other kind of spiritual practice
0: well, I combine it with Vipassana meditation, which is the same kind of technique, except you take your attention throughout your whole body, so you, you feel all the sensations in your head and in your eyes and in your lips and down through your chest, down to your toes, and then you do this over and over again. So it's the same technique. You're feeling sensations. And I combine breath awareness with Vipassana, which is feeling sensations. And of course, I started doing yoga recently because I realized I'm getting really, really stiff, but I'm not, I'm only doing it to stay limber. But those, Vipassana and breath awareness are the techniques I use exclusively. I don't mix any other techniques in with it because it's limber. quite a powerful technique and I don't want to dilute it with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Oh, I think the okay. key is to find something that works and then really works work deeply with it. True. True. No,
1: I like that. no, I like that. Do you have any you thoughts, have any Shannon? Because I'm
3: going to ask her something ask else something. if you don't. No, I really don't. Other than I think it's really awesome how how they can go in and teach children to do that, especially a child that's ADD or ADHD. Um, that's pretty amazing that, you know, teaching them how to breathe or be aware of their breathing is helping their bodies calm down and, and.
1: I just think that's really amazing. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, Heidi. Is there any kind of exercise you can lead us, can lead us through, through right now, now as like a as sample? As I don't sample, know if, I don't if know it's going to be,
2: if it's up or
0: am No, I'm always, I'm always hoping I'll be asked because it's so simple. And anyone listening, if they even try it for 10 minutes, they'll understand how effective it is. So I'll, I'll go through the steps, and then hopefully people can try it. So the step is easy. You find a nice quiet spot in your house or wherever you are, and you resume a posture where your back is not leaning against the wall or a chair, and you're sitting straight. So you can be sitting on the floor on a cushion. You could be sitting on a chair. Students in school, they could be sitting on the edges of their de- you know chairs, as long as they're not leaning back, because what happens is you tend to get tired, and tiredness is one of those things that tries to take over. So you're kind of always competing with feeling tired and relaxed. So you want to be erect and alert. And then the next thing you do, I I recommend closing your eyes, but you can do it also in a public place with your eyes open. You focus your attention and that's that little light in your mind that can go wherever you want it to go. It can go into the thoughts or it can go here or there, but in this technique, you focus it directly below your nostrils, right in that area above your upper lip. And you try to feel the breath as it passes over this area. And if your mind is busy, you won't be able to feel it. But if you just persist, eventually, maybe after five or six minutes, you can feel this very subtle touch of breath air flowing across this tiny patch of skin. And some people say, oh, I can't feel anything. The key is, if you if you stay long enough, eventually your mind becomes so sensitive and sharp, you will feel it. So as you progress, you can feel the the uh, sensations much more easily. Are we still online? Because everything's cleared up. Hello,
3: I'm here. I'm
0: here. Oh, (laughs) can you hear me still? Everything's so clear. Yeah, we're listening. (laughs) Okay, so now you're sitting there quietly. You're focusing on the incoming breath, touching the skin and then the outgoing breath touching the skin. And you just do this, maybe five minutes, without any breaks. You don't. Every time your mind wanders away, you call it back. You know, when I'm working with children, I say it's like training your little restless puppy dog. You keep calling your mind back gently and staying with the feeling of breath. Your mind cannot be feeling the breath and thinking at the same time. You might think you can be two places at once, but... As you notice, when you're doing the exercise, it's either thinking or feeling. So as soon as you're thinking, you know you're not feeling, and you go back to the breath. And then as you progress to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, over a period of a few days, you can start narrowing your focus down to feeling the little sensations on the skin. So you're feeling the breath, or you're feeling the little prickling, tickling, itching sensations right below the nostrils. Now, this sounds also uh, normal. Like, why, you know, what are you going to learn by feeling the tickling sensation on your skin? You think, oh, that's not a great thing. But actually, what happens is as you're experiencing the sensations of your body, you are changing on a very deep subconscious level because you're connected with the very sensations that are constantly driving you to do things. And this is why breath awareness can actually help you change addictions or you know, get dissolve your addictions. And how that works is so you're staying with the, the tiny sensation of breath and it's see, I'm I think I might be getting ahead of myself. So let's just recap the exercise. You sit quietly, you focus on your breath, you pick a period of time, like five minutes, ten minutes. And you stay with your breath for the whole time and you don't stop feeling the breath until your time is up and then you're done your exercise. And the key is not to get up before your time is up because it gets kind of hard right at the last minute of doing breath awareness. It makes you all agitated and irritated and you want to get up, but that's the point where you stay with your breath and you start changing the, the habit of restlessness, the habit of irritation, the habit of boredom. If you can just get through that and keep focused on your breath. Anyway, I, I kind of rambled on a bit. Hopefully, I didn't lose anyone.
1: No, I love that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. great. great. So, when you first so when you try, try, this, try this, how long do you recommend long? that you try this for?
0: Well, for someone like yourself, maybe 25 minutes, maybe an hour, because you're sort of wow. <laughs> I think you have uh, you. You will know that it's working and you'll probably be able to sit longer and go through this exercise. But children, I would say a minute, two minutes, and then you just work up slowly. It's not a matter of, it's better to do it properly for two minutes than it is to sit there for half an hour in and out of. Sleep, so it's better to be awake. Oh,
1: I see what you're saying. It's better to be conscious than to doze. Very conscious. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Oh, I like it. Heidi. Uh, Yes,
3: I have a question. Um, for people that I know, there are a lot of people, and I, I have friends that have children that are ADHD and, and situations like that. Is there a difference? way to start children out especially ones that are that are ADHD or anything like that is there a different way that you would start to teach them
0: to do it I I definitely think that every type of child every child will have you'll have a different approach to inspire them and keep them going so if a parent wants to introduce this technique to their young child who's bouncing off the walls they'll have to use a little bit of creativity to find the time and interest the child enough to sit down so maybe maybe by bringing uh, a a few friends together with other children that maybe aren't uh, suffering the same problems but it's going to be an afternoon thing so it becomes a fun event and you only do it for a minute or two to start with so the child feels successful with ADD and ADHD children they may actually do quite they may really like it even more than a child without these problems because it gives them immediate sense of confidence and calm, and they really like that. But every child will be different, and it just takes a little. I have a lot of suggestions in my book on how to approach children and what to say and how to sort of build up their time. And I think, but creative mothers can. Can introduce it, even if it's just the concept of it in the beginning. Uh, Absolutely, you know,
1: it,
0: it all depends on the child. Shannon Heidi said
1: that you yeah. can only um, do it for a minute because you don't have a lot of focus. She said that while you were off there. Right.
0: Okay. Excusing. It's very very well, hard. I was
3: wondering if there was some other different way because I figured we'd have you know. Questions, but you know, I do all the emails, so I was figuring about the time that somebody asked me that I'm not going to know. But I think it's really interesting that you know it helps a lot of children that way, too. And yeah, if you teach children actually, young enough, they will you know they'll use that technique for the rest of their lives,
0: right? And well, here's and something it's
1: that's funny. Oh. No, go ahead, Heidi.
0: Okay, this this is I think quite important to understand when. When the mind is jumping around, there's a reason for it. Hmm. When you see something and you react, your mind can either react instantly or it can go through your cognitive part of your brain, think about what's going on, and then choose to react. So nature's made it. So that if you see danger, you react without thinking. Like if the mother sees the child fall in the river. She doesn't think, hmm, what should I do? No, she jumps right in the river, risking her own life to save her child. And when when children are growing up in this world, they're constantly reacting instantly to things. They're not training their mind to go the long route through the cognitive part of the brain. So what breath awareness trains the mind to do is to sit. And when something comes up in your body, like if the children are starting to feel uncomfortable or pain, there's a pain in the knee or they're restless, instead of jumping up right away, they're training themselves to sit, observe, think, and then choose to move. And this training of thinking, you know, stopping, thinking, choosing, this is really what human beings need to do. They need to train that part of themselves so they can grow into mature adults that aren't constantly reacting to everything. Mm. And that's the the biggest problem, because we're naturally reacting all the time, and we have to learn to slow down, observe what's going on, and then make a good rational decision that will help you be more healthy or help others. So I think that that really explains it. Like when you watch a television show, children are watching an emotional show or a violent show, and... As they're watching, they're reacting instantly and they're having fun doing it and they get kind of addicted to that. So they don't want to stop and think about what they're doing or what they're feeling. And we go through life, you know, from the time children are born, they're already in front of television, it's kind of sad, and they're they're not developing this this slow route to reacting.
1: Right. And another thing, or a couple things, again, I want to point out that um, it's that Conscious, I guess, outside observation of your situation that helps you when you're uh, bringing things into your physical reality. Everybody's like, I'd like more of this and more wealth and abundance and better relationships and an amazing life. But I have found in my own practice that first you do, you really have to have that quiet mind and, like you said, be able to consciously choose instead of react. To what's right. thrown at you, you need to kind right. of change that flow of creation from from that reaction and response to that proactive creation. And I really yeah, yeah, believe beautiful. that um, yeah. that begins with a silent mind. So this is really huge. A lot of times, my clients will ask me, and I'll tell them some things, you know how do I get a quiet mind and of course you know my answer is you know, raise your frequency because that's true but yes. if you would like, a, you practical would like a practical tool, tool you know I can see you how know, your book and kind of this method, method would be, would be extremely, extremely uh, useful. Uh, useful so if but we would if want to purchase that purchase how can that? we do that Heidi
0: oh. well amazon.com barnes and noble or through my website it's quite everywhere <laughs> to my surprise okay what is
1: your website <laughs> if you'd like to share that with everyone
0: Yes, it's calmfocusjoy.com.
1: Uh, and I love that. Like, who doesn't want those higher frequencies in their life? That's absolutely amazing. Well, because we're having so much echo with Shannon and I, which I think is driving us crazy, I think we're going to wrap it up
3: <laughs> sure. here with
1: you, if that's okay. But we really appreciate you coming on. Shannon, do you have anything else you'd like to add or add Heidi before we let her go? Uh, no, just thanks Heidi.
3: That was really that was really interesting. um well, thank I think you, yeah. everybody should definitely try to try to do that at some point.
0: Well, I
1: think yeah, it's absolutely it's so simple but it it actually holds like a great fascination for me so um I am going to uh read your book and try that as well, but we really appreciate you sharing with us, Heidi.
0: great, thank you very much for having me on.
1: okay, have a great evening.
0: You too. Okay. Bye bye. Take care.
1: Okay, Shannon talk, I want to hear if your mic echoes.
3: Oh my gosh. And you know, and not just the echoing. if it if it you're doesn't a... echo, it's like they're static. It's I like know. one or the other I and know. then all of a sudden it goes dead for a minute. Like you don't even know if anybody's still on there or not. I know,
1: I think that's what Heidi was saying when but now you're not echoing. Interesting. Am I and I'm not echoing. So that's kind no. of interesting. So um, do you have any thoughts on trying to think? So we talked about next week and who's going to be on. We had that amazing um, – I really love that. You're going to have to try that, Shannon. Let me know how it works. I'll try it when I find time. Oh, you're going to have to try, to try it and, and let me know how that works. But um, I just want to wish everyone, again, a happy 12-12-12. Thank you so much for listening. We've had some audio problems. I don't know if that's Blog Talk Radio or the Energy but uh, I do really thank everyone for listening who tuned in, and thank you for co-hosting with me. Next week, do you want to go over again who's coming on next week, Shannon? It's
3: Judy Belmont. You can check her out at Um, Like I said, she's all about the law of attraction, all about you know positive things to do in your life, positive habits to have. Um I think it's gonna be really interesting. I think everybody's gonna really like you know some of the suggestions that she has and like I said, just check out our website and you can uh see if you have any questions for her next
1: week when she's on right and a couple things coming down from us too is we just launched uh trial uh i don't know if you call it advertising or shipment of our new frequency charge secret to everything oil to help you bring everything that you'd like into your life so i'm pretty excited about that and we did so well we ran out so it's not up on the website yet but i guess i could write you shannon if they wanted to um put it in order right if they if they want an order they can
3: write me um we were trying to do it as a trial run, and it's gone kind of crazy. So we're, you know, <laughs> we're trying to get everybody their oil back, oil out, and we love it. So we
1: absolutely know that everybody else is going to love it, and we're very excited about it. And then um, our protective devices, which you can get to by going to www.secrettoeverything.com, clicking on the PS Alchemy button it has a little picture of a demon and an angel uh, i don't know did i tell you about the i had a really great review of someone who received three of them this week and he wrote me right away and he's like in 12 hours my wife's blood pressure went down he's like i slept through the night for the first time in weeks there's a different mood in my home like all this stuff he listed like eight things it was so amazing and that was just in 12 hours and these devices they actually raise the frequency of your home create a protective barrier against EMF and negative frequencies and entities, and it takes two weeks for it to completely build up or or more depending where you live and what the environment's like. So it's pretty amazing that he had that much success in 12 hours. Imagine what could happen in two weeks. So those are also available on the website. I'm trying to think what else we're doing. We'll be putting up my frequency MP3s. We'll be doing live video calls. What aren't we doing, right, Shannon? Exactly. <laughs> Crazy busy right now. It's awesome. Thank you guys. You're you're amazing and we love creating stuff that works for you guys. Um, in to do different things, you know, in all areas of your life. If you want to get a hold of Shannon, it's at ShanRoof Roof on Twitter at Serene Wellness to get a hold of me at Ghost Hunter Walt to speak to Walt at Coast to Coast Kara. Talk to Kara. Like I said, Kara's not feeling well. Walt is at a Christmas um show with his daughter, but everyone will be back. Next week, and we'll be talking about um, the law of attraction. So, thank you so much for listening, and we're going to say good night. Good night,
0: everybody.
2: Thanks for listening. on speakers everything to with Dr. Kimberly and George. Listen every Wednesday night,
0: Eastern Standard Time from 7 to p.m. on Talk Radio. radio.